I'm on, I'm on. <laughs> Get him, buddy. <laughs> All right. Ooh. I'm excited. I'm so excited. Buckling in the knees. <laughs> well, you guys weren't here last Sunday. That's a joke. Okay. <laughs> oh, my sister's here. Yay, Lily. She flew from the Bay Area just to support me. Yeah, my cousin Alan, too, is here, always preaching Alan, always preaching Alan. He drove all the way from Orange County. My daughter is here, Jessie. She drove from the great neighborhood of Lake Elsinore. (laughs) Everybody else, that's my support. I appreciate you guys coming. All right, so that's my shout-out. Been a member here since 2006, and he covered that. And you're in the right place. Absolutely. We were saved here. We're still here. And it's just a great church. Best part of that clip, man. The best part of that clip was when Christina said, well, things didn't add up. You know, but we still, but God told us to tithe. So we did it. It is that simple. (laughs) It really is. It's that simple. I love the childlike obedience that she had in that interview. You can see it coming out of her. And God honors that. God honors that. In Matthew 6.33, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things, all these things shall be added to you. Today, God, through me, is going to give you or try to give you a paradigm shift. More like a new mindset. But more really best defined as a new heart set. Because it's really all about the heart. It's all about the heart. Financial prosperity. Anybody here want to have financial prosperity? I got both hands up. Yes, yes, we got it. Yes. <laughs> well, you better listen up if you want. <laughs> you better listen because I got the formula. And I got to check, double check. Financial prosperity. Here we go. Starts with a giving heart. And The doing part is also as important. God might put it in your heart to give, but the pulling out of your wallet and actually handing them the money might be a rut. So that's important too. Also, I learned from Shelly when I first got here and started giving, and Shelly knew I was giving. Responsible giving is also very important. You don't want to end up enabling the person you're going to give to or finance They're bad habits, you know? So, we're going to talk about money. Money, money, money. What a controversial topic. People don't want to talk about their money and how they do, how they do, what they do with their money. It's controversial. People are like, hey, it's my money. All right? I'll do whatever I want to do with it. You know, I work really hard for this money, Phil. Don't be telling me. Don't tell me. Work hard for this money. I'll 
buy whatever I want. Well, newsflash, hello. It's not yours. <laughs> it's not yours. In Psalms 24.1, the Lord said, The earth is the Lord's and everything in it. Everything in it. So, God has entrusted you with this money. You are stewards and not owners. Think about it. The Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, the Creator of heaven and earth, has entrusted you with this money. If you remind yourself that from time to time, you'll make better decisions with your finances. All right, so in the clip, it said I got fired, right? And um, actually, after I got fired, I started a business. I started my car dealership. And boy, was that a big, fat fail. (laughs) I sure didn't know what I was doing. I just didn't know what I was doing. And plus, you know, the downturn in 2008 didn't really help me. That's my excuse. So it was in trouble, and I went home, and I told Christina about it, and we agreed to pray that in October, that if we didn't make this much money in October, that we're going to shut it down or continue, depending. That was first week of October. October 16th, I think, or 17th. There were fires all over San Diego. Three days, businesses were shut down. Ashes all over cars. So, you know, God answered my prayer, right? I know it's to shut down a business, but I had peace with it. Every time he gives me direction, I had peace with it. So I stayed home. I wasn't making any money, but it was a precious time. Because Christina, I mean, Olivia was like three years old at that time. Olivia, come. And we had our time, you know. But from time to time, I would have fear in me. You know, how am I going to pay the bills at the end of the month? You know, and whenever I had that fear, I found myself going online, right, checking my bank account and seeing what I have in there. And that's what gave me peace, which is wrong. I know know that. But that's what gave me peace at that time. And as you know, when you might have a lot of money in the bank, but... If there's nothing much coming in, (laughs) that can easily be depleted, right? So I was put in a situation where I had no choice but to trust God. I had no choice but to trust God. And I had to, so I did. In Philippians 4.19, it says, And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. And boy, did he start showing up. He started showing up. And there's a couple of ways that he showed up. I still had the brokering side of my business still going, where I help people buy new cars, and a deal or two will go through. I remember I helped Connie DeLong, and... She was looking for a new car. I went there. I got her a great deal. We had a great time, and it was time to collect. She doubled my fee. So awesome. She doubled my fee. And then I'm in Army Reserve still, and in the Army, Army would put me on orders for like 15 days at a time, 30 days at a time. 
But the whole miracle is really the orchestration. It's the timing. You know, Father God is not, I don't know, in my experience, it's not early. <laughs> he like shows up, he's like shows up on the 25th of the month. Hey, but still, he makes you sweat. Uh, he makes you sweat. <laughs> yeah, he makes you sweat. But he showed up. He showed up. And then one time, we applied for a, a, a modification, a loan modification, which will lower our mortgage payment. And in uh, November, I believe, yeah, it was in November, I got the letter back that says, we got approved. Mortgage payments go down. And that in itself was a miracle because my neighbors were applying for it and it got turned down. You know, we got approved. So I continued reading the letter. And the letter says, my, it was November, my first payment is due in April. I'm like, what? Eight, wait, this gotta be this gotta be a misprint. I gotta check this, so I called, double checked, verified, and I'm good at that. I'm good at verifying. <laughs> and man, it was true. My first payment was doing it. Oh man, I was like realizing the Lord just freed up five months of mortgage payments for us. Are you crying, honey? You like you sound like you're crying. <laughs> five mortgage payments. And for all y'all that own a home here in Southern California, that's no $700 a month. That's not $1,000 a month. That's a lot of money. A lot of money. You know, I was just so thankful then. I was just like, Father, I, I surrender. At that point, I believe I graduated. Because I was sweating it and worrying about it from month to month. And I was like, what? See, for two years, he was providing for me every single month. Timing sucked, but hey, it was good. I'll take it. Can I say that? I'm sorry. Anyways. Um, and uh, where am I at? So, where was I? Mortgage payments. Okay, so he showed. So I graduated. At this point, I'm sorry, old man. At this point, I think, is when he started to guide my steps and direct me. Okay? So Kim Rohde and Scott Rohde, good friends of ours, called me one day. He goes, Phil, we need a fourth for a golf tournament. And I'm all about golf. You know, I can drive it 300 yards. Short, maybe 275. But, uh, I'm like, how much is the fee? Right? So I'm tight. And he goes, oh, yeah, I got it. I got it. I just want you in the team. All right, cool. And so the next call I got from him, he said, hey, the golf tournament has an advertising magazine, and we have a page that we can put a business in. But I don't have, he doesn't have a business, so he asked me if I wanted to put my business there. I'm like, what? Free advertising? Free golf? I like this. You know, sure, let's do it. And here's where God shows up. This is his confirmation. Called me again a week before. And he goes, hey, Phil, there was a drawing for the advertising that's going to go on the front page. Right? The front page. And you all know it. Yeah, 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 yeah. They got me in the front page, too. I was like, thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. Had a great time playing golf. Man, three months later, I have to be honest, that didn't bring in not one piece of business. <laughs> not one piece of business. But I got to say, it's the direction that I believed in and trusted in. He was telling me, go for your business. Build it up. Do it. And when God tells you that, you better start walking it. You better start walking it and just do the steps. Go there. So I believed in it. So I bought a CRV, you know, with a little money. Bought a CRV. It wasn't much of a car, but after I was done with it, it was buttery. Okay? It was nice. So I advertised it at Craigslist. 5900 And a lady here at church said, that's perfect for my daughter. Will you take 45 I'm like, I'm not crazy. Yeah, sure, 45 But I got to bring her next week. Meanwhile, at the same time, Shell Slasher, he's now Shell Six. You're, you're a lucky man. You're a lucky man. Was going to Costa Rica on a mission trip. Right? And it, God put in both Christina's heart and my heart to give her money. And when that happens, me and Christina got a thing. We pray separately and we ask God, how much should we give? Right? So I got done with my prayer. Christina goes, so how much did the Lord tell you to give? I said, $100. You know, he goes, Phil. <laughs> I know. She's like, Phil, we're not giving her a gift card to have dinner tonight. Okay, she's going to Costa Rica on a mission trip. On a mission trip. So I'm like, man, I'm afraid to ask. <laughs> I'm like, I'm afraid to ask, honey. What did God tell you? How much should we give? And she goes, $400 with authority. I'm like, $400. We had the money, except I already had, I had to pay bills with that. So that Sunday, I went up to Shell's. I hope you remember this conversation. I went up to Shell's. I said, Shell's, are you a nonprofit? Yeah. I, say, I figured I'm going to give 400 I've got to get some tax break out of it. <laughs> businessman, businessman. And she goes to me, she goes, no, Phil, I'm just doing this on my own. <laughs> She's an awesome. She's awesome. We all know. And at that point is when the doing part was lacking in me. At that point, I didn't actually pull out that wallet and give it a 400 I turned around and I left. All right. Okay. Good, good info. I'm out. That night, I had time with God. And it's funny. For me, I hear the Lord just like I hear my voice. My sarcasm, my tone of voice and everything. So I'm having time with God and he goes, Really? <laughs> really, Phil? Is that why you're giving? So you can get the tax break? Oh, that pierced me right. I'm like, Father, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for changing my heart. And God can change your hearts too. Thank, thank you for changing my heart. So at that point, he gave me that heart to want to give. I wanted to call her that night and give it to her. But I had to wait till the following Sunday. And I just gave it to her. And I saw that big smile. It was right here. I know where you put it. You remember where you put the money? I'll tell you later. You don't remember. I can't say. But <laughs> she 
took the money, she had a big old smile. And that's one thing about giving. It's, to me, it's like almost selfish. It's like the joy that I get when I give, man, it's, it's something else. And I was like, yes, Lord. Uh, uh. Back to the CRV. Back to the CRV. This is what happened. Back to the CRV. So the li- oh, I'm so sorry. Right here? Take this. All right. So CRV. So I brought the car here. Don't give babies these things. But I brought the car here. The lady comes over, shows it to her daughter. Her daughter didn't even look at it. She just turned around. I don't like it, Mom. And I was like, okay, well, you know, she goes, I'm sorry, Phil. And I'm like, it's all right. So I got in the CRV. I'm driving home. And I'm thinking, man, I already counted that money. Same time I was driving home, I get a phone call. Some guy wanted to see it on Craigslist. So he comes, he test drives it, comes back, and he says, I want it, right? But Phil, you're 59. I want it. Can you, can you do 5000 So I'm thinking, whoa, 5000 That's already $500 that I was willing to pay. In my head. I didn't say this out loud. <laughs> 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 Businessman that I am and negotiator that I am, I said, well, I'm at 59. You're at 5. How about 55? And he goes, 53. All right. Shook his hand. He was out the door, right? I came. I went and had time with God, and I prayed, and I'm like, God, you are so good. Thank you so much. Your plans are better than mine. Your plans are better than mine. I got 800 extra dollars. And it dawned on me, you know, and I'm a crybaby. I'm trying not to cry right now. God doubled the 400 that I gave to him. He doubled it. He's a doubler. He du- he's a doubler. He doubles it. I got another double story for you. That's my testimony. But anyway, it's nice talking about your testimony. It's fun. I mean, it encourages people. Continue to tell your testimony. But the fun part of a testimony is that the Lord already restored you. See, he's already, you've already gone through it. And he already restored you. But for you guys that are going through some stuff right now financially, and for the people that are not, let me encourage you. Let me encourage you. You too, Chris. I'll encourage you right now. Malachi 3.10 and 11. Okay, it says, Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it. That equates to overflow. I will prevent pests from devouring your crops and the vines in your fields will not drop their fruit before it's ripe, says the Lord Almighty. What a promise. You guys believe that? Amen. Yes. You know, and I'm thinking about this at 3 o'clock in the morning. Starting to wonder. Test me in this? He said, test me in this. The Lord Almighty is asking us to test him in it. What? He invented tests. He aces every test that he takes. 
test me in this. There was um, a stress in it. He wanted to. It's the only time in the Bible that he asked us to test him in it. It must be really important. It must be really important. There's some emphasis in it. It's like this. Let's have fun with this. <laughs> Let's have fun. Oh, my, my. I'm going to be right here. I'm going to be right here. Let's have fun with it. All right. Let's say I'm a producer, right? And I'm looking for a new artist, right? New artist. I'm interviewing them. And then this young Mariah Carey comes in. Wrong, young Mariah comes in. And, you know, just like any interview you've gone through, they ask you, what is so special about you that I should hire you instead of the other person? Right? So Mariah says, well, I can hit the G6 note. And for you that don't know that, that's a high note. Not a lot of people can hit the note. Olivia almost hit it last night. But that information I got from Olivia, she's better than Google when it comes to the songs and all that. It's a hard note to hit. And I'm like, as a producer, back to the conversation, like, really? Uh, that's a hard ho- note to hit. I don't know. I am doubtful. Right? I, I really don't know if you can do that. I don't believe in it. Right? So Mariah said, I have an idea. Why don't you test me in this, she says. Right? So I'm like, test you in it? All right. Okay. Test you in it. Let's go. Oh, oh 80 moves. 80s. And I say, wow, I believe you now. I believe you now. I believe you. He knew that as Christians we were going to have troubles with this scripture. So he threw in that stress. Test me in this. Come on, guys. Come on. He threw in the carrot. Let's go. Let's do it. Test me in this. Right? Did you know that the average Christian tithes 1%? I googled that. That's a fact. <laughs> it's Google. Hey, Google, Google's never wrong. 1%. 1%. And if you know the law averages on a 10% scale, if you get 1%, hey, there must have been a lot of zeros. There must have been a lot of 2%. There must have been a lot of 3%. That, that breaks my heart. That breaks my heart. Because God loves us. God loves us. And one time I was having a get-together at home, and I'm cooking. I'm going for it, man. 
you know, I knew Mark was showing up, so I had to put my best. Everything, everything homemade. So we're in dining table, and he's stuffing himself. Man, he's shoving it, right? And then I was talking about how I love my kids, and, you know, somehow in between the bites, he's squeezing. You know what? Your love for your children mirrors your God, God's love for you. I love that. And then he just commenced eating. <laughs> but I, he threw that out, and I received that. And I loved it. You know why I loved it? Because I can relate to it. I love my children. If God loves me as much as I love my children, I'm good. I can relate to it. You know, dying on a cross, not much. I can't relate to that, but I'll take it. All right, I'll take it. Talking about your love for your children. There was this one night I got woken up by footsteps. I mean, running footsteps. And you know, I knew who he was. I knew it was Olivia. And so what I did, I prepared for her. So I scooted over, because I sleep on the right side of the bed, and the door's on the right side. Scooted over, and when she came in, I lifted the blanket, so she knows I'm awake, and there's a spot for her. She jumped in the spot. I put the blanket over her, and I warmed her up, and I asked her, What's wrong, honey? And she's like, I had a bad dream. And I told her, It's okay, honey. Daddy's here now. All right? Two minutes later, she's, she's snoring. All right? God's love for us is like that. Right? When we go to Him, when we run to Him, let me back up. Olivia ran to me because, oh, nope, back, I was on the right track. <laughs> I was on the right track. When, he, when we come to Him, He gives us a, a place, a place for us to, to take, and He warms us up. He makes it comfortable for us. Right? And then he listens to us. Right? And he consoles us. And he gives us peace. That's how much he loves you. And what I say, to add to what Mark said, what I say is our love for God should mirror Olivia's love for her dad, me. So she had problems, right? She was fearful. So she runs. She runs to me and she, because she trusts and have faith that, hey, the last time I ran to dad, he fixed it. He, she runs to me, and when she went and saw me open up the blanket and gave room, she boldly jumped into that spot. She boldly jumped in that spot. And she believed that everything's going to be all right. She had faith, and she let the Lord console her. And the result of it is peace. The snoring part. Right? It's peace. What a relationship. What a relationship. This is where our heart should be. Right? With that heart set, going back to Malachi, this is what I say. Forget the test. Forget the test. Father, I want to give to you just because I want to love you back. Yes, Lord. 
I want to give to you just because I want to live a thank you life. I don't want to give to you because I want to test you. But with that heart, I'm going to tell you, he's still going to pass the test. He's going to ace it. He's going to get extra credit. And he's going to still throw open the floodgates of heaven for you. He's still going to pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it. He's still going to prevent pests from devouring your crops. And the vines in your fields will not drop their fruit before it is ripe. Amen. Can I hear an amen? Woo! God is good. So now, you got the formula, and you got the heart set. Man, you better be prepared to be in the receiving posture, because it's coming. It's coming, man. Duck down. It's coming. You got to receive, man. And for you to receive... Wisdom is important. Wisdom is important. That's why GPC is launching Financial Peace University in February by Dave Ramsey. Yes! Yes! You'll learn everything you need to learn on how to handle your money that's pouring out and overflowing. All right. I'm good with time, too. All right. So, final thoughts. This is my... I'll leave you guys with this, okay? Matthew 6.21. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. You know, guys, all you got to do is look in your bank account and you know where your treasure is. And what I say is, let us adjust our treasure So it's pointing towards the kingdom of God. That's all I got. Thank you so much. Why don't you stay up there? (laughs) That is one of the best messages on giving I've ever heard. Dude, that's what I'm talking about. Thank you. Thank you. I told him, I said, when you preach, just pretend like you're on the golf course because that's your happy place. And you'll be all <laughs> nice and relaxed. Thank you, Phil. That Thank is you. rich. Hey, stay up here. Come oh. on. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna lead the congregation in right. a prayer. And so uh, the Financial Peace University, Marsha Brown, who's here in the congregation today.